Hello, it's David here, and thank you for listening to The Leader. We bring you news, analysis, and commentary every day at 4pm, so subscribe to make sure you don't miss any of it. Give us a rating, too. Now, from the Evening Standard in London, this is The Leader. Hi, I'm David Marsden. The track and trace system is being tested like never before, and the stresses are showing. This, the government ha- haven't been honest about the success of, of test and trace, which I think is one of the problems, because there's a, a trust problem now developing. Our Deputy Political Editor Nicholas Cecil on the strains to the keystone of our coronavirus defence. And... Professor Coates told us that the surface of Mars now is very harsh, but 3.8 billion years ago, it was what he described as a much nicer place. After Venus, could Mars be the next planet to reveal possible life? Our tech correspondent Mark Blundant on why British scientists are recreating the red planet's conditions in Dorking. Taken from the Evening Standard's editorial column, this is The Leader. For the whole thing, pick up the newspaper or head to standard.co.uk slash comment. In a moment, track and trace. Is it up to the job? Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. With universities returning, joining the school pupils already back at classes and the increasing numbers of those going to the office, the UK's track and trace system is under strain and some fear it's starting to show. One expert told The Standard if students are going back, pubs should be closed to help contain the virus. It's another dangerous moment in the country's battle against COVID-19. A lot is uncertain, but our editorial column believes there are signs we'll get through it. It's easy to put together a list of the things which are going wrong. People have to battle online to book a COVID test. And when you get into the system, it seems to have gone haywire. Infections are on the rise. Unemployment is shooting up too. When the reckoning comes, all this and more will be held against the government. But it is fair to recognise two other things. The first is that however bad things are now, we are in a much better place than we were in April. The second is that getting through COVID is hard everywhere. Even testing, a horror show right now if you have a sick child off school, but can't get a result to let you return to work, is partly a victim of its own success. More than 200,000 tests a day are being carried out. We need more, but that is still a lot more than most countries are managing. 
It's right to be angry when ministers promise things which turn out not to be true and deny the difficulties. But as a country, we are pulling through this. Things will get better. Our deputy political editor Nicholas Cecil's with me. Nicholas, track and trace is definitely bending. Will it break? Well, it's likely to come under ever-increasing pressure uh, as we approach the winter. And there could be a significant rise when universities go back. The students are starting to go back this week. And universities are taking lots of steps to try and limit the spread of COVID and respond swiftly to any outbreak. But there's inevitably going to be a problem if the test and trace system is not working then they will find it quite hard to identify where outbreaks are developing. Now, the test and trace system, according to an expert we've spoken to from the London School of Hygiene and Tropical Medicine, it needs 70 to 80% coverage to work. It's not getting that, is it? No, the, the, these experts, a group of academics, previously estimated that um, it was only achieving about a 50% of contacts being traced and spoken to and on this the government haven't been honest about the scale of uh, and the success of of test and trace which i think is one of the problems because there's a trust problem now developing that uh, people don't really believe the government numbers on the number of tests being carried out and if you don't believe that why should you go and follow the government advice um, and self-isolate when you're asked to do so but isn't part of the problem that places like schools have gone back and then the common cold, the harmless cold is is causing chaos in some of these places because they're having to close down or pupils are having to stay home and they can't reopen until someone's got a test. Yes, well, this is where adults, parents are acting responsibly. If their child gets a high temperature, you're supposed to self-isolate and get tested. But as we approach the winter months, there could be more and more cases of this. So they'll have to escalate the test and trace system, grow it far bigger to be able to cope with the numbers. And what one criticism is that the the government should have acted earlier. So so when autumn and winter approaches, that the the number of tests will be available that are needed. And the health secretary Matt Hancock's been talking about this this lunchtime as well, hasn't he? Labour got an urgent question in the House of Commons today, and um, he felt faced a lot of difficult questions from a Tory, Labour and other MPs. And a few things emerged. One is that more than 100,000 tests a day are now being prioritised for the social care sector, which gives a, a very interesting insight into the the scale or scale of the potential problem in care homes, which the, the government obviously very, very keen to avoid a repeat of the dreadful scenes that we saw in, in the spring. There was also an interesting exchange between Jeremy Hunt, who's the Conservative Chairman of the Commons Health Committee. He reminded uh, the Health Secretary that last week the Health Secretary had said that he expected to have the the problems in test and trace solved in two weeks. So he he asked Mr Hancock, will that be solved next week? And uh, the Health Secretary said, we'll have the problems solved in in weeks, basically. So kind of it's certainly not going to happen next week and maybe several weeks more before this, this problem is solved. Next. The optical instruments were heated and frozen to minus 120 degrees centigrade, then shaken up in a lab simulation nicknamed Shake and Bake. Mark Blunden on the British team preparing to search for life, not on Venus 
but Mars. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. The possibility of life on Venus, or at least in the clouds around it, has seen hopes of discovering we're not alone in this universe soar. NASA's boss, Jeff Bridenstine, says it has to be their priority to get a probe back to the planet and find out once and for all what's there. But what about our other neighbour, Mars? Well, it's not being forgotten. A team of British researchers is recreating conditions on the Red Planet to test out a new rover they're helping design that will seek out new life there. And they're doing it in Dorking. Our tech correspondent Mark Blunden's with me. Mark, I've been looking at this rover that's going up in a couple of years, and these things, they seem to have a personality of their own, don't they? This one looks a lot like Wally from the Disney movie, and the Dorking team's been designing that head, particularly its eyes. What are they up to? This might make it look as though the rover has a personality, but without anthropomorphizing this robot, it's the cameras that are the important part of the technology. The panoramic camera, or pancam, will capture 3D and macro shots to sniff out traces of water in the air and rock. That will inform where to drill down two metres below the crust of the red planet to grab samples. Now, Mark, I've been to Dorking, and it's a lovely place. It's not really where you expect the brutal conditions of a desert planet to arise. How are they doing that? The optical instruments were heated and frozen to minus 120 degrees centigrade, then shaken up in a lab simulation nicknamed Shake and Bake, which simulates the rigours of launch and the nine-month, 140-million-mile rocket journey through space to reach the Red Planet and the rover's final descent by parachute. So when's it all expected to happen? Uh, The launch, which was delayed by two years because of problems with electronics and parachutes, is due to take place from Kazakhstan in 2022. I think this is all very exciting, but does it feel like there's going to be a breakthrough in the search for life soon? It probably won't be Marvin the Martian anytime soon, but learning more about the existence of water, frozen or otherwise, on Mars will be key to understanding what similarities exist between Earth and our nearest neighbour. Professor Coates told us that the surface of Mars now is very harsh, but 3.8 billion years ago it was what he described as a much nicer place About at about the same time life was developing on Earth. So this rover mission will add to the knowledge of how well evidence of any potential life signs such as this have been preserved. And that's the leader. You can keep up with all the latest developments with the Evening Standard's live blog, which you'll find at standard.co.uk. And we also have morning briefings available at 7am through your smart speaker. Just ask for the news from the Evening Standard. This podcast is back tomorrow at 4pm.